Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Renew Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Kieran Lenahan. I help faith-driven entrepreneurs grow their businesses, spend more time with family, and be more like Jesus. I do that in two different ways. For people who are earlier on in their business journey who aren't yet generating enough revenue to pay their family's bills through the business alone, I run a six-month mastermind specifically designed to help you reach that milestone. Applications for that will open on Monday, July 25th, and a day early for people on my email list. I'll share more about that at the end of this episode. And then for more established entrepreneurs already at that point and looking to scale to six, multiple six figures beyond, I coach them one-on-one. Now, today, I want to talk about compressing your entrepreneurial timeline. In other words, getting where you're going in less time. And I'm careful not to say getting where you're going faster because it's not actually about going faster. It's about getting where you want to be in your business in less time. Think about the tortoise and the hare. The hare went faster, but the tortoise finished the race first. One visual that I like to call to mind when I think about helping my clients compress their timelines is this. Imagine holding a slinky right in front of you with your arms stretched out as far as you can without the slinky breaking. The distance from one side of the slinky to the other represents time. So in your left hand, that's where you are now. In your right hand, that's where you're going. So maybe that's a certain scale of revenue or a certain number of clients that you're serving. Now imagine you start to bring your hands closer together, still holding on to both ends of the slinky. And you can see the gaps between the spirals of the slinky start to get smaller and smaller. The slinky compresses and the two ends get closer and closer together. And now you get from one side of the slinky to the other in less time. You've compressed the timeline. When the slinky is stretched really far, right, there are gaps. You can see through it. There's there's air, there's fluff, there's unnecessary space between one side of the slinky and the other. Eliminating that space, the unnecessary stuff, is one of the primary goals that I have when I work with clients. We want to decrease the amount of time that it takes them to get where they're going. We want to compress their timeline. So before going into the roadmap for today, I wanted to make one quick note. In thinking about this slinky metaphor, as you think about it for yourself, There's one assumption that's baked into the metaphor that I want to just call out in case it's helpful, because I've noticed that one belief that my clients consistently have in common, in one form or another, is a flavor of this belief. My success is inevitable, but I'm here to compress the timeline. It's like, I'm going to figure it out whether it's working a certain number of hours or reaching a certain revenue milestone or impacting a certain number of people. I know that if I try hard enough and never quit and you stretch that timeline out over years or decades, I'm going to figure it out. But I just prefer that it would happen sooner rather than later and that it doesn't feel like this super heavy, difficult thing. I'd actually like for this process to be as easy and as simple as possible. And so that's a thought that is consistent across the clients that I work with, they believe that if you stretch the time horizon out long enough, their success is inevitable, but they want to compress it. And I want to be clear, this isn't some manifesting idea or prosperity gospel, name it, then claim it. If you say it enough times, it happens. 
And it's not this, like, I can do it all by myself and I don't need God's help kind of a thing. It's, it's not coming from a place of arrogance. This belief, when I, when I work with my clients, I'm talking about a very grounded trust in God that God actually called them to entrepreneurship and that he put that call on their life specifically, that he gave them specific abilities to be able to figure things out. And there's a trust of self that they can figure things out and that God is going to be with them no matter what in that process. And my guess is that there's a small portion of you listening that maybe are even uncomfortable with the idea that God called you into entrepreneurship because, I don't know, of what society tells you entrepreneurship looks like or what it means or what an entrepreneur looks like. Some of you might just need to surrender to the fact that God called you into it, whether you, whether you like it or not. Peter was a fisherman. Jesus built his church on him. And so check in with yourself right now as you listen. Do you believe that your success, whatever that looks like for you right now, do you believe that your success is inevitable? Like if you knew that God called you to entrepreneurship, to running the business that you're running, and you pursued it for your entire life, do you believe that you would eventually succeed, that your success is inevitable. And if so, then what you're doing right now is you're just trying to compress that timeline as much as possible. Now, if you don't have that belief that stretched out over time, that your success will happen, that it's inevitable, that's a sign to get really curious. Because if you don't believe that, then the chances are very high that that lack of belief is finding its way somehow into the things that you're doing day in and day out related to your business. But if you do have that belief, then let's keep going. So here's our roadmap for today. First, I want to briefly talk about why timeline compression is even a thing. Why does that work? Why is that something we can talk about? Then I want to share the three ways that I see entrepreneurs make the path longer than it needs to be. And we're going to dive deep on the first one today. We'll cover the others over the next couple of weeks. And then we'll wrap up. So first, maybe you've never heard of this phrase or this idea before, but why is timeline compression even a thing for us to be talking about? I actually really enjoyed thinking about this question as I was preparing for this episode because it just brought about a a newfound and kind of reminded me of the appreciation that I have for being an entrepreneur. And so why is timeline compression something that we get to talk about? Well, first of all, it's because you're no longer inside of the paradigm of trading time for money. In a nine to five paradigm with a few exceptions, employers see time as basically the same thing as results. Your paycheck is tied to the number of hours that you work. The rate at which your income can increase is tied to the amount of time that you spend in a specific role. Promotions and getting different titles are tied to time. What positions you hold or can even apply for are tied to the number of years of experience that you have. Again, time. You can do some things to game the system and to move up the ranks faster, but there's still a limit that's decided by other people. In entrepreneurship, time becomes pretty irrelevant. Time has so little to do with your results. Like putting in the time 
is not the thing that you get rewarded for in the entrepreneurial paradigm. You don't get raises for simply spending time doing things. You don't get paid for spending time doing things. The market ultimately doesn't care how much time it took you to get where you are or to create your product. They just care at the end of the day if you can help them solve their problem. And that's why a brand new entrepreneur in year one can create more revenue in that first year than others do in their first five years of business. And I'm not moralizing this and saying that one is better or worse than the other. I'm just making the point that time is not the thing. It's not the variable that you want to be expecting to be creating results. And so that's why timeline compression is even a possibility. It's because we're in a whole different paradigm than the nine to five world of being an employee. So super fun that we get to even exist in that paradigm. There's so much freedom. There's so many possibilities. If we're able to, to actually live into that possibility and understand the way that things work and kind of let go, especially if you came from a corporate environment from the nine to five world to be able to let go of some of those old paradigms that naturally just kind of want to come with us. Now let's talk about the three primary ways that I see entrepreneurs make the path longer than it needs to be, right? Stretching out that slinky when it's not actually necessary. So I'm going to keep the three pretty high level and then we'll dig into the first one today. The other ones we'll get to in the coming weeks. So the first way, the first thing, you might overcomplicate your strategy for bringing in clients. Like that can be a huge reason why timelines get extended as opposed to compressed. And what's really interesting is I'm not even saying that you might have the wrong strategy because I think there are actually very few kind of really just wrong strategies, but you can overcomplicate the right strategy to the point where you extend and add time to your timeline, increasing the distance from where you are to where you're going. So that's first. You can overcomplicate the strategy for bringing in clients. We'll talk more about that today. Secondly, your mindset. You might get in your own way. You might have thought patterns, beliefs about yourself, your audience, or your offer that become roadblocks to you getting where you're going. For example, a thought pattern that one of my clients had is that first-time authors fit kind of this starving artist's stereotype and that they don't have money to invest in their book writing project, right? Thinking that your audience can't afford your services will make it harder to get where you're going. And I'll talk about that more in depth next week with some more examples, both from my own journey and from others. So first, instead of compressing the timeline, you might actually make it longer by overcomplicating the strategy. Second, you might have thought patterns that are slowing you down or that make it more difficult to get where you're going. And these first two, strategy and mindset, they're, they're intertwined because if you think about it, where does your strategy come from? It comes from your mind. And so when you choose your strategy, the mindset that you have, the perspective that you're thinking from and the lens you're looking through will affect the strategy that you even choose. We'll get more into that next week. The third way that I see entrepreneurs make their timeline longer is if you try to do this entrepreneurial thing alone, right? If you lack community and not just any community, a specific kind of community, I was one of these people where for the first five months of my business, I was just trying to do everything on my own. I didn't 
want help. I didn't want to take a course. I didn't want to work with a coach. I just wanted to figure it all out on my own. Everyone who is great at anything has had a mentor, a coach, or a community around them sharpening them, or all three. We'll talk about the power of community two episodes from now. So those are the three ways that I see primarily that entrepreneurs will stretch out that slinky and make their timeline longer than it needs to be. Overcomplicating the strategy, staying stagnant with a less than ideal mindset, and then remaining isolated from a very specific community. And I'll talk more about that in a couple of weeks, what I mean by that. But for today, I want to double click and I want to zoom into how do you not overcomplicate the process of bringing in clients? How do you keep your strategy simple? Because if your strategy, right, like your strategy is the plan. That's the theoretical part that just happens in your head and maybe on paper. If your strategy feels complicated before you even put anything into action and interact with other people in the real world, if that part is complicated, guess how it's going to feel when you actually start taking action in the messy, complicated world, right? It's going to feel complicated. And so as we zoom into this piece, let's talk through first why, like what are the reasons why you might overcomplicate your strategy? What could be leading to you overcomplicating things? And then we'll just walk through a simple alternative and then we'll wrap up the episode. So briefly, first, if you're overcomplicating your strategy for bringing in clients, why might that be happening? First reason, you might be assuming that it's supposed to be complex. And when do you assume that something is supposed to be complex? Anything that seems simple is going to feel too simple. And subconsciously, your brain will think, that can't be it. That's too easy. That's too simple. And then it'll go and look for more information, which leads us to the next reason why you might be overcomplicating your strategy. Information overload, competing opinions. I talk about the mastermind sometimes as being an oasis for faith-driven entrepreneurs. And that functions, that kind of description of it functions on a number of levels, but one of those levels is that it's meant to be an oasis from the hurricane of information out there about how to build a business. You know those old uh, those old game shows where someone would get inside of a small glass room like the size of a telephone booth and there would be a bunch of money in it and then they would turn on a huge fan and the money would blow all over and the person has to like grab the money. Well, imagine instead of money and trying to grab it, those were all individual pieces of paper with instructions for how to build a successful business. And let's just imagine that the font is size eight, because why not? As you can imagine, it would be hard to have clarity and a simple process in your business when you feel like you're inside one of those glass booths. And so you might just be doing your best to piece it all together, but there's a hurricane of information out there that can be really hard to sort through. Right. And so that might lead you to having a much more complicated process than you need to for reaching where it is that you're going with your business. Another reason, and the last one that I'll share here, that you might overcomplicate your strategy, and this one can be really subtle, is that it could be a defense mechanism to procrastinate, to put off the uncomfortable parts of building a business. 
For some people, that might be any form of marketing and putting yourself out there. For others, it's the idea of asking somebody to pay you money for your services. And still for others, it might be handling objections on a sales call. You can call it fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of being judged by other people. These can all be underlying reasons why you might end up overcomplicating things in a really subtle subconscious way. Because complicating things turns out is a really effective way to procrastinate and to take longer to do something, which again is going to add to and extend that timeline instead of compressing it. Now, the way that you fight complexity is with a simple alternative, right? It's with simplicity. And so here's the process that if I started my business today, this is how I would think through my strategy. And this is how we're going to think through strategy in the mastermind. In fact, one of the exercises that we'll do during the full day live kickoff event for the mastermind is called very uh, creatively, your business on one page. And it's a simple, all you need worksheet to define your business strategy. And it's one of my favorite exercises because I love when people ask me, they find out that I'm a business coach and they ask me a question about a business plan. And as I dig into it, they're thinking like this 11 page document of like what their business plan needs to be. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're a consultant, you're a coach, you're a designer. Your business doesn't need to be that complicated that it warrants an 11 page document. You should be able to describe your business strategy on one page. And that's the story of how I came up with the idea to create that exercise. Now let's walk through the process of creating clients, bringing in clients consistently at a high level. I'm going to walk through the five parts of the process. You could technically boil this down probably to three, but I I want to balance both simplicity with a level of specificity that's helpful and actionable. So here we go. Number one, define your ideal client. Everything that you do, every decision you make is done with them in mind. Number two, make them aware that you exist. There are many ways to do this. You just get to choose how you want to do this. Networking, Instagram, podcast interviews, whatever it is, we're talking about this is your marketing strategy. The idea is that you meet your ideal clients, either in real life and or virtually, and you make them aware that you exist. And in the mastermind, I'm going to help you decide what strategy is right for you. Number three, communicate how you can help them. This is the skill of marketing. First, we have to get you really clear on what result you help your ideal clients get. And then we want to help you communicate that in a way that's compelling and in a way that resonates in the deepest levels of your ideal clients. In the mastermind, we're going to spend plenty of time as early as that kickoff event fine-tuning your marketing skill set and giving you a framework to get better at it every month for the next six months. So one, define your ideal client. Two, make them aware that you exist. That's your marketing strategy. Three, communicate how you can help them. That's the skill of marketing. Number four, offer to help them. This is a tiny and easy but sometimes overlooked step. All I mean by this is 
either inviting them to a discovery call or if you're talking to someone in person, just ask them, do you want help with that? This is a step that you can have everything right, but if you're not doing this step, this could be just a tiny thing that's in the way of you bringing in clients. So that's number four, offer to help them. Explicitly make an offer to help them. And then lastly, help them make a conscious decision that's in their best interest. Once your process is working and people are flowing into your pipeline, we want to help you get really good at discovery calls, really good at helping people make a decision as to whether or not they want to work with you and not having this kind of wishy-washy, I want it, but I don't, and I'm scared, but I do know that you can help me, but for some reason, I don't want to pay you money to help me, right? We want to help you avoid that and just help people make firm decisions. We'll talk about how to structure them, the mindset that you want to show up with, and how to handle objections. Like, I don't know if I can afford it, or I need time to think about it. And so these are the steps, these are the parts of the process If I were to start my business today, these are the things that I would be focused on, on getting really good at and getting really clean on. Because when ideal clients know that you exist and that you can help them, they become interested in working with you. And when they're interested, they book discovery calls. And when they book discovery calls, you get to help them make a decision about whether or not they want to invest in working with you. When they decide yes, They pay money to work with you. They get results. Everybody's happy. And so if there's a breakdown anywhere in that process, anywhere in those five parts of the process, I designed the mastermind specifically for you. Whether you don't know what platform you want to market on or who your ideal client is yet, or you want to get so good at marketing that your ideal clients hire you without having any objections so that you never have to deal with them, or you want to master the art of the discovery call. I built the mastermind specifically to help you create consistent clients and revenue in as little time as possible. I want to help you compress your timeline and avoid all the places where I extended my timeline, forgetting where I was going. And so the sooner that we can help you define your business strategy on one page and start executing it, the sooner you're going to get where you're going. So with that, let's wrap up. Back to the belief that I introduced at the start of this episode. What if success in your business, getting where you want to go, was inevitable? What if it was not just a matter of if, but it was a matter of when, and all you're working on right now is compressing that timeline? If you have the belief, my success is inevitable, but I want to compress the timeline, that's a great sign that the mastermind is for you. Compressing the timeline isn't about doing things faster. It's not like putting your VCR on fast forward. It's not like listening to a podcast on two times the speed. It's about focusing on the few things that matter the most and that move the needle. The mastermind is designed to cut out the distractions, the filler, and the fluff, and we're stripping things down to just the things that you need to get where you want to go. So here are some details for you all to know if the mastermind is something that you think might be right for you. And you can see all of this at lenahancoaching.com slash mastermind, which I will link to in the show notes. First, applications will open on Monday, July 25th to everybody. If you're on my email list, you'll get the application link a day early on the 24th. 
So if you're not on my email list, I would suggest finding a way to get on my email list. But that also means that by the time the next episode releases, applications will be open. The mastermind will be limited to 12 faith-driven entrepreneurs. It's going to be an intimate group of people who will become like spiritual family to you. And the 12 spots in the mastermind will be filled on a first-come basis. Who is this mastermind for? I talked about this last week, but I want to reiterate it again here. This is for entrepreneurs who want to grow their business income to the point where they can support their family and cover their living expenses solely through the income in their business. So that means if you are anywhere from you just started your business up until that point, this room is for you. The mastermind is going to be six months long, which is just incredible. So much can change in your business in six months. It's going to run from August 24th through February 8th of 2023. We're going to kick things off with a full day virtual event on August 24th, where you're going to walk away with your business strategy on one page. Like I mentioned earlier, you're going to meet your fellow masterminders and you are going to walk away crystal clear on what your focus will be for the next six months in order to reach that milestone of building your business to the place where you can cover your living expenses just through the business. And then after that kickoff event, we're going to have weekly 60-minute coaching calls with me where I will coach you and your fellow masterminders on the most important things in your business. In between those calls, you'll have access to my coaching in a private Facebook group. We're going to celebrate there. We're going to pray for each other there. It's going to be a great place to gather and to build community. The last thing that I'll share here is that I've gotten some questions about what's the vibe of the mastermind going to be? And there are a couple of ways that I've kind of come up with that I really like to describe it. But one of those ways is I think small group meets millennial version of business school, right? Small groups are very intimate and safe. And a business school run by millennials would keep the rigor. I mean, we're going to have fun, but we're also going to put in some serious work. This isn't going to be just some walk in the park. And so we'll keep the rigor of business school, but replace the fluff and the theory and the textbook readings with what's practical in the real world. This is taking the best, most important things that I've learned since starting my business and helping others grow their businesses. And it's synthesizing it and organizing it to make your journey 10 times shorter and smoother than mine was. So I will link to all of those details in the show notes. Be sure to keep up to date on Instagram at Kieran Lanahan Coaching with all of the updates related to the mastermind over the next couple of weeks. Get on my email list if you aren't there yet, if you want to receive the application a full day early. And with that, I'll let you go. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you next time on the Renew Your Mind podcast. Mm-hmm.